Alright, so we're going to start. Now, I'm going to start with you today. So, we're going to do a little bit different today. I'm about to tell you why. Uh, My name is Mark. My name is Mark. At the beginning of this year, uh, we were sharing with Mark that one of the goals of our church this year is to have more Taiwanese uh, be able to preach in Chinese. And at that time, I thought, man, it's great. Chris, Chris, this is your opportunity to preach. But at that time, I was really honored that Colin would ask me and also just really willing to do uh, this, this type of work for the Lord. Uh, but I'm kind of nervous because it's been several years since I've been able to, to preach and to share. Uh, there's a saying in Chinese, and it's this saying that says that, that there's a, a brick is going to be used to attract jade. And, and the idea is that, that because Mark is able to do this and to preach, that more people will be willing to step up and to do this kinds of things. Right, so Mark's being really humble, and he says today is just going to be about brick level. So as a church, we just preach through the Bible, so we follow verse by verse and chapter by chapter. Alright, uh, and before, uh, I, I, I was talking about Mark preaching in chapter 4. And originally the verses that I had given to Mark was actually last week's sermon, uh, verses 1 to 8, and so Mark saw that, really nervous, because it talks about holiness and sexual morality. So that kind of topic, I thought, okay, let's all start fasting, let's all start praying, let's get the anointing oil out. Uh, but later on, uh, after I thought about it a little bit more, I said, well, Mark, how about you share the last four verses in chapter four? And I said, okay, let me pray about it, let me think about it. <laughs> and I saw there's only four verses, and so I said, hallelujah. Uh, God is a God who's amazing, but also has a sense of humor. Right. Let's pray together before we get to our scripture reading. Lord, we thank you that we are here together in this place to give you glory. Lord, we do just receive this instruction that you tell us to love one another. Lord, would you protect us and would you prepare everybody's heart to listen to this message? And Lord, I pray that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit, you'd fill this place with the Holy Spirit to be able to preach and to listen. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Alright, let's stand together for the reading of God's Word. Once more. See you.
Maybe you could listen to God's word. About brotherly love, you don't need me to write to you. So when I first read this, I thought, man, Paul spent so much time and energy talking about sanctification and sexual morality, maybe just got kind of tired and said, okay, we don't need to write to you about brotherly love. That Paul, what does it mean when he says that about brotherly love, you don't need me to write to you? That Paul means that, listen, Thessalonian church, you already understand what it means to love one another, so I don't need to write to you to remind you. Okay. And so Mark's going to study that I believe that you also understand what it means to, to love one another, what it means to love each other, so we can be finished. Okay, so after I said this and studied this a lot, I said, wow, I guess the Lord only wants, to share, wants me to share one thing. Because he knows that these people who were persecuted by the Romans, actually, they were persecuted by the Romans. 
That Paul knows that even though they're facing difficulty, they're still full of love and they're serving people and loving people in the midst of difficulty. That if we look at the city of Thessalonica, it was one of the most kind of prosperous cities in the Greek Empire. It was also one of the most populous cities as well. And because uh, uh, Thessalonica was kind of a connecting place between Rome and Asia, it was a very strategic place for Paul to plant a church. That Paul, he wasn't able to stay in Thessalonica very long, but the church was young and it grew fast. It was full of Greeks, it was full of Gentiles, it was full of Jews. That it's like our church, there's multiple languages, different kind of backgrounds. And that Paul knows because there's so many different kinds of people, and the church is growing numerically, there's a lot of needs that Paul says we need to love each other well. Okay, April, Mary and I, or Mary and Mark, will be married uh, for 10 years. So in 2004 is when Mary and I first met, and she went to the States to study masters, but then I came back to Taiwan to do my military service, and then I went overseas to work in China and different places, and so most of our relationship was a long-distance relationship. Oh, seven years with long-distance relationship. So finally, in 2011, I had the opportunity to work in Tokyo, and uh, she actually came to, to, to live there as well, so we were able to live in the same place. Okay, so because we spent so much time apart, when we were married and lived in the same place, we realized, wow, we really need to work at loving each other because there's a lot of differences that we began to discover. Places in Tokyo, like apartments are very small. Okay, so basically it's like a living room, your, your bathroom, your bedroom, and a small kitchen. It's all kind of together. So really, if you want to kind of run away or kind of escape, you don't have anywhere to go. Okay, so I remember just even sleeping. I couldn't sleep unless I was just kind of sitting there. Yeah, because we didn't have family there, we just had to work really hard at loving one another, understanding each other. And about finally, 10 years into our marriage, I realized that Mary's love language is uh, acts of service. Uh, that I actually like to kind of encourage people, like words of affirmation. But 
提供家用所需，要 show her the money， 这个更重要。<笑> But I realized that actually, instead of affirmation and all these kind of things, if I was able to help take care of the kids, you know, sweep the floor, do the housework, provide for my family's needs, show her the money, that was more important to her. That if I was able to spend time with her outside of mountain climbing, just spending time talking to her, it's really important. So I felt that Paul was saying that love is not just words. That, that, that here we, we see as well that Paul says love is not just something we say, but it's an action that we do. That Paul says, listen, about brotherly love, we don't need to, to write you anything, just go and do it. But if you follow along in the text,、um, Paul says we don't need to write you anything because you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. That Paul says he himself doesn't need to teach, but God has already taught you. So what is the love that God has taught you? So Paul says I don't need to teach you because you've already been taught by God. So what did God teach us? What does God teach us about? Brotherly and sisterly love. Let's look at Matthew twenty-two verses thirty-seven through forty. Jesus 对他说，你要尽心尽力、尽心尽意爱主你的神，这是诫命中的第一，且是最大的。其次也相仿，就是爱人如己。这两条诫命是律法和先知一切道理的总纲。Verse thirty-seven. Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all of your heart." With all your soul, with all your mind, this is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. That we know that in the Old Testament, the most important thing was the five commandments. You can say that from Sinai Mount, Moses received the ten commandments as the foundation. For the Old Testament, for the Jewish people, the most important part for them was the first five books of the Bible called the Torah. And specifically, when when Moses was on Mount Sinai, he received the Ten Commandments、uh, from God for his people. So if you look at the Ten Commandments, the first five are mainly dealing with our relationship with God, and the other five are dealing with our relationship with each other. 可是你可以注意到，他实践的都是这样形容的：不可拜偶像，不可妄称耶和华的名。But if you look at the Ten Commandments, the way that God worded those commands was, "You you shall not worship any other idols. You shall not you know, commit adultery. You shall not covet your neighbor's things. You shall not." 对，呃，所以他总是都是说你不可以，不可以，不可以。But the most important thing that God communicates to His people is this kind of prohibition: "You shall not. You cannot do this." 那当这些法利赛人文士他去问耶稣的时候，耶稣却讲旧约中整个律法和先知最重要的总纲就是两条。That when the Pharisees went to ask Jesus, "Hey, listen, in, in light of all of the Old Testament commands and all the prophets, what is the most important command?" And Jesus said these two things: 就是爱神及爱人 ，Love God, love people. 因为主耶稣在讲这句话的时候，他很清楚律法写的不是让人去遵行。反而大部分的时候，只是显示我们自己做不到。而摩西颁布律法之后，已经有几千年的时间证明
That we have this long history. Jesus knows that there's no there's no way that we as people can actually reach or obey all of the commandments, and from the time of Moses all the way to the time of Jesus to now, we have this long history of people not being able to meet and live up to those commandments that God has given us. And so Jesus allowed us to understand even deeper what how the whole Old Testament is summed up in these two commandments. Um, that, that basically, even, even the idea of us loving God and loving people is something that we're not able to do, and so Jesus gives us a way. That Jesus' way of, of fulfilling these commandments is a little bit different than what God said in the Old Testament, Old Testament where God said, don't do this. Jesus says to go and do this, be proactive in obeying God's commands, these two commands. Okay, there's a, there's a saying in Chinese that talks about a hunter that kills a rabbit by the rabbit just hitting a tree. So the idea is that this hunter is very lazy and he just sits by this tree all day. And then all of a sudden this rabbit just pops out of nowhere, hits the tree, and lays on the ground dead. And he's like, wow, caught a rabbit. But the, the meaning of this, this Chinese saying is that and this, there's a very, very small possibility of that happening. But the model that we have in Jesus is that Jesus says that he goes and he seeks after the sheep that are lost. He goes and he seeks after the lost. That even, you know, the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, that there's no way that we can seek after God. And so Jesus, even while we were enemies of the cross, he died for us. That this proactive love, God sent his son, and Jesus ate our food, spoke our language, lived in our culture to love us and to save us. About a year ago, uh, when, when Mark and I were just getting to know each other, there was, there was a time we went to the park together and had a picnic. So at that time, I was getting to know all these kind of foreigners that live here in Ninko, and I invited some of my Taiwanese friends, we had a picnic together. Said after she had that time spending time with you, the things, the constables, the cottles in our family, she said, Wow, these, these people really care about the Taiwanese. That I've had experience where foreigners they, they don't really care to learn Chinese, they kind of just want to stay in their bubble, but it seems like this church really cares about the Taiwanese. And because there's some difficult things that happened in her life, there's a season where, yeah, my wife really didn't 
have a desire to go to church. But she said, man, if this is the kind of church that, uh, that you're a part of and that you're looking to, maybe this is the church that we can really get involved in. Because uh, that really, a lot of people are not going to just walk into the church just by themselves, but it's something that we have to go out and we invite and love and we serve. That, I, that, that love is not just a, a talk, it's action, and love is not just speech, it's also proactive. That Jesus also taught us that love is not just proactive, but it's also practical. When he came down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, and behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Then what was Jesus' response as he met this person? His response is, I am willing, be healed. If you look at these two chapters in Matthew, chapters 8 and 9, you can see that Jesus' ministry is kind of nonstop. That if you look at just these two chapters alone, he went all these different places and he healed a lot of people, including lepers, the centurion servants, he healed the demon possessed, he healed the person who's paralyzed, he healed uh, the woman that had a bleeding problem, resurrected the girl, cured the blind, cured the deaf. This is what Jesus did just in those two chapters. But Jesus' response was, I'm willing, I can do it. If I see your need and I hear your request, Jesus' response says, I am willing. Because when we share the gospel, it's not just preaching the gospel, but it's also meeting practical needs. That when people share their needs with Jesus, Jesus didn't say, I'll pray for you. You know, sometimes as Christians, we can respond, well, just pray for you when we hear a need. Okay, now, this year is the 10th anniversary of the earthquake that happened in Japan in uh, March of 2011. Oh, and then at that time, actually, the opportunity of, of being involved in a ministry to Chinese people in, in Japan. That, that because of this natural disaster, God used this kind of natural disaster, this, this situation to soften people's hearts. Uh, that, because, that we didn't really do anything, but because of this natural disaster, a lot of Chinese speakers who are studying overseas, they just started coming into the church. 
满呃，那这些日本的同工，日本教会的同工说，哇，怎么会有这么多华人来到教会呢 ？And then、uh, when I was there, like a lot of my、uh, Japanese brothers and sisters who were working in the ministry said, man, what what what's happening? How how can there be so many Chinese speakers and Chinese people here that are coming to the church? 说你们到底做了什么事呢 ？They said, what have you done? 我我我们那时候仔细想想，其实只是帮助这些人的需要，因为他们刚来，他们有很多事情可能语言不通，哦，或是。And we said we didn't really do much, but we just saw their practical needs. So if they needed language, we helped them with language. If they needed, you know, help finding places around the city, we helped them with that. And because of that, God used that, and now they're coming into the church. That I believe these people who come to church become Christians not because of our own ability, but because of God's work. Now, obviously, I believe that people come to the church not because it's our work and what we do. That people come to the church because of the work of the Holy Spirit. But city, like who are the people that God has given you as a church, and what are their needs? What are their practical needs that they have? That obviously we don't just look at their their felt needs, what they need on the outside. We also are looking deeper. That what are the spiritual needs of the people that God has called us to? So love is not just talk. Love is not just talk. It's action. Love is proactive, and love is practical. Ah, 接下来我想要分享呃，耶稣的教导，还有一个很重要的就是这是一个。That, that also when Jesus speaks and teaches about love, there's a very important part of Jesus' teaching, and it's about how Jesus' love is to the end. It was just before Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. A new command I give to you: love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So, when I saw this passage, I thought, "What is it? What is love? As we look at these verses, what exactly is love? Then, love to the end. What exactly is love to the end? Jesus was with these disciples together eating. Jesus ate his meal, went to the sea, went to the pool, and fell asleep. That as Jesus was eating with his disciples, about midway into the meal, Jesus got on the ground, got a towel, and began to wash the disciples' feet. I said, man, why halfway into the meal did Jesus stop and get on his knees and begin to wash the disciples because they walked all these places and Peter's feet began to stink really bad. Because Peter, Peter's reaction sometimes is very strange. He will say, "Hey, I want to be first." Yeah, that Peter's responses are always kind of like, "I'm willing, I'll do it, I'll go." We know that Jesus said, "I want to wash your feet to show you that I want to cleanse you," and that washing the feet of the disciples was just a symbol, a foreshadow of what Jesus did through the cross to cleanse us from our sin. Because only when we are truly cleansed. 
That is really, it's only through the cross, it's only through Jesus' sacrifice that our sin can be completely, totally, and ultimately forgiven and washed away. Uh, Tim Keller has a quote that I want to share with you. That why, did, why did Jesus come? What did, what did Jesus have to lose? What did Jesus have to lose? He owns the universe. He rules everything. That what is one thing that God does not have? It was us. We were lost. That basically God did not, Jesus did not come and die for us on the cross, that we would be lost. That when Jesus came, he laid aside his glory. When he died on the cross, we know that his relationship with the Father, God turned his face from Jesus. That God, that Jesus sacrificed even that authority of being the creator and ruler of the universe as he died on the cross. That Jesus was saying is that you were more important to him than the entire universe. Jesus sacrificed for this season while he was on the earth being ruler of the universe to save you, to, to save you, to redeem you. God, he also laid aside just that glory that he had from the beginning to save us. So we are also just, can you say it one more time? That we are the treasure. The basic when we see that, that we are God's treasure, it empowers us and changes us to make God our treasure. That basically when Jesus is teaching us that if we want to love each other well, the first thing that we must do is receive his love. That Jesus was willing to, to, to lay that aside as he came and, and save us, to, to love us. But, but basically when Jesus changes our hearts, we see that loving people, loving each other is not a law that we have to follow, a command we have to do, but it becomes something that we want to do, that we desire to do. That when we're able to receive and accept the love of God, that we're able to live out loving one another. Because I believe that in each one of our lives, we've all experienced this kind of love of God, where He washes our feet, where He serves us, where He loves us in this way. But basically, it's only when we receive and understand the love of God in this way, through the person of Jesus, that we can actually love people like Jesus. God, that, that Jesus' love is, is, is not just, it's, it's love that it's, it's an action, 
It's love that is uh, proactive, practical, and it's also a love that takes us all the way to the end. 那我们看到第十节这边讲说，你们像马其顿全地的众弟兄固然这样行，但我劝弟兄们要更加勉励。That in verse ten Paul says here in First Thessalonians, he says, but as we oh, uh, in fact you're doing this, you're loving each other toward all the brothers and sisters in the entire region of Macedonia.所以这个爱不止在这个社群当中，他们甚至开始有了扩散力。that Paul is saying basically because of what's happening in your church, this kind of love, it's, it's spreading and it's influencing out into the rest of the population in the area. That, that this church that was planted in Macedonia, as they were loving one another, as they were growing as a young church, this love began to spread out, began to influence the people that were around them. So, uh, 我想有一个例子就是我们知道林口林洋堂的主任牧师叫做冯牧师嘛 I have an example here if we know that the pastor of the Bread of Life Church here his name is Feng Mushi Pastor Feng 后来有一次刚好我们在这边聚会那庞德牧师邀请冯牧师来我们当中做见证 that Pastor Feng actually came here and shared his testimony with us do you guys remember that? 那我发现原来他是我小时候的那个 youth pastor oh but actually I found out and I figured out that day that he was actually my old youth pastor in Taipei 那因为他其实是一个香港人，就是讲话有口音的。The pastor Fong is actually from Hong Kong, so he speaks Cantonese.所以我我就是这么多年，后来我跟他讲，其实我已经不太记得他，可是我说，哎，你以前是不是在台北的某个羚羊堂教会？But as I was talking to him, I didn't really remember him, but as he began to share, I also remember him. So I asked him, "Hey, did you used to be the youth pastor down here in Taipei?那因为他现在在林口牧会，那很奇妙的。这一这几年，上帝带了很多的香港人来到林口当中。That God has placed a phone pastor phone here, and he speaks Cantonese, so God has also brought a lot of Cantonese and Hong Kongese to Lincoln to be shepherded and pastored by Pastor Phone.那我相信，在城市之光，身为林口的第一间国际教会，上帝必定给我们有独特的旨意。And I believe that that God has placed City Light as the first and only right now international multicultural bilingual church. To bring multiple types of people here to be loved and to be shepherded.所以爱不是说说而已，爱是行动，爱要主动，爱很实际。爱是那爱到底的爱，爱是充满扩散力的爱。That love is is action. Love is proactive. It is practical. It loves to the end, but also love is something that expands and influences those around us.好，第五点，呃，第十一节这边讲到，又要立志做安静人，办自己的事，亲手做工，正如我们从前所吩咐你的，叫你们可以。Verse eleven: To make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, and so you will not be dependent upon anybody. So I actually was able to start and lead a mattress brand. And one of the brands that we made is is a gospel brand for this mattress company. But we started a store in this this mall, this Eslet Mall, and because we started these new stores, I needed to go and help run the store. That our original intention, what we want to do, is it doesn't matter if people come and buy the mattress or not. We always give them this this gospel card, this track. That 
借这样的事情，上帝也带领了一些人，就是哎，我们真的跟他有讨论一谈到一些内心的事情。And then through this, actually, God has brought us a lot of people that we can we've actually been able to talk to them about like some of these really these hard issues that they have as they share them with us. 可是旁边其实有很多这个专柜的姐姐。But there, there's a lot of there's a lot of stores that kind of sit right next to us that our neighbors that are stores. That 有时候没事他们就过来聊天 And that sometimes if the store's not busy, they'll come over. They'll come over. We'll start chatting. 可是常常都是讲彼此的坏话。那个人怎么这个乱怎么样？他他偷钱，他怎么样怎么样？ But a lot of times if they come over and they begin to talk to us, it's, it's kind of gossip. Like you see that, like they don't make much money over here at this store. Like this person didn't pay for this, and so this is kind of stuff they talk about. 所以就变得很复杂 And so because of that, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult. 所以我想保罗在这边跟我们讲，当我们在关心彼此相爱的时候，有些人跟你分享一些内心的事，我们也要很注意。Because that Paul is saying, listen, when people when people share things with you, when people share their these these hard issues with you, that we need to really value and pay attention and respect what they're sharing. 所以中文有句话，你喝就是喝咖啡，不要变成聊是非。哎，所以 so Chinese there's this there's this there's this quote. It's the idea that listen, when you're when you're getting together to drink coffee, we're like, hey, we need to talk. Let's not talk about other people. It's not. It's not supposed to be a time of gossip. That Paul says it's a time we need to value each other. Yeah, so guys, if someone shares something with you, it means that they value and they respect you and they they actually trust you. And so we need to value what they share with us, and we can't just share that without their consent or just share that by ourselves. 甚至铁上龙家后书第三章这边有。这样子，我念给大家听。我们在你们那里的时候，曾经吩咐你们说，若有人不肯做工，就不肯吃饭，因为我们听说在你们中间有人不按规矩而行，什么工都不做，反倒专管闲事。我们靠主耶稣的基督吩咐，劝诫这样的人要安静做工，吃自己的饭。呃 ，The Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter, chapter two, chapter three, verses ten to twelve, says, For even when we're with you, we gave you this rule: the one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. We hear that some among you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy, but they are busy bodies. So we we must be careful. That is, when we come to church, we should not have this mentality of "I'm a senior pastor." Basically, we need to be careful that we don't kind of have this this mentality of like seniority at the church. Yes. Even I know some churches where someone says, "Ah, he says this seat is his, so he can do whatever he wants." Sometimes you walk in, and there are people that say, "Okay, this is my seat. This is where I sit. Like no one else can sit here." Okay. Then, finally, I want to share. 呃，我们在有一位年轻人，他叫连家恩，他在二零一六年的时候得到呃，就是最高的这个医疗奉献奖，因为他在非洲有做很多医疗服务。Uh, that there's a doctor in Taiwan named Liao Jiaun, and in 2016 they gave him the medical dedication award, and this is a award to commend people who made a lifelong dedication in a certain medical field. 所以那天他们就是要颁奖，然后他们到了台生的台湾的这个卫生。福利部，那其中有一位挪威来的医生呢，他在台湾服侍了五十年。That they actually went to the 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 social welfare welfare department to also receive an award, and while they're there at this welfare department, there was a doctor from Norway. 那这个这个挪威人他很就是很谦卑，他说他特别讲说他要把荣耀归给上帝。And that this this doctor had actually been serving for fifty years in Taiwan, and he told Liao Jianan that he's like, man, my life, what I want to do is give glory to God. 那连家人说啊，我也想这么做。可是到了下午，他们被总统接见接见的时候，那连家人他后来却很后悔，他没有跟总统说，我平常都有为你祷告。And Liao Jian is like, man, I really want to be like that. I want to be someone says, I want to give God glory. But later in the afternoon, when Liao Jian had the opportunity to spend time with the president of Taiwan, 
He didn't, he didn't tell the president that, hey, listen, I pray for you every day, I pray for you often. He didn't say that to him. Uh, but, but the next day, when they had the actual award ceremony, and he was on stage, he said, okay, I'm going to get up there, I'm going to tell everybody, give glory to God. But he regretted it, because he didn't do it, he forgot to do it again. But he felt like the Lord just encouraged him and said, listen, even though you didn't just share it from, from the stage, give glory to God, all these people that are here have already seen my glory working through you and the stuff that you've done and the people that you've touched. That I know in our Christian communities we have like these celebrity pastors that we know about, but most non-Christians have no idea who these kind of celebrity big name pastors are. But we know that if you know, we talk about Mother Teresa, we mentioned her name, a lot of people know, oh, we know who she is because of the work that she did. That Paul's saying, listen, that we want to be people who are known just not for our works inside the church, but we want to be people who are known for our works outside the church who influence and do good for the good of our community. That basically we want to be people who, outsiders, respect the work that we do as Christians. Okay, so love is not just speech, it's action, it's proactive, it's practical, it's love to the end, it's a love that expands, and it's love that influences. That, that, that brothers and sisters, I believe that, that this is that, that when Paul says, listen, uh, the reason that I don't need to tell you about why you need to love each other, why I don't need to write it to you, the reason he says, I don't need to write this to you is because every single one of us have this experience in our Christian walk, in our faith journey with the Lord, of being people who have received and experience the love of Jesus. Jesus' love, his example to us, is already enough of an encouragement, already enough of an example for us to go and love. We don't need anything else to be written to us. And that I know that even the time we spent together, we have experiences of receiving love from each other. But the one encouragement that Paul says for us is like, listen, I want you to continue to do this, do it more, do it more frequently, and do it more abundantly. That I, that I know that when Paul planted this church in Thessalonica, that most of these people in Thessalonica, they never saw Jesus. But it's actually through seeing Paul, Timothy, and Silas that they were able to see Jesus. That's the same, that people in Lincoln have never seen Jesus. 
But when the church, when we as a church family obey this one commandment that God has given us to love each other, that I believe that they will begin to know, to see, to believe in Jesus. All right? Thanks, Mark. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this word. God, it's your word. You showed us that love is not just an idea, but it's an action that looks like the cross. Yeah, well, we just we do pray that our church would just would honestly just look more like you. God, we're afraid to step out and be proactive or practical. I pray that we would not rely on our own strength, but that we would rely on the strength that you give us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, as Mark shared, our, our desire is that because of what you do in here, out there, people would see you, know you, and give glory to you. But we just pray that if there are people here who have never received your love, I thank you that you're a God who seeks and runs and pursues. Pray that even right now there will be people to receive your love through the power of the gospel right now, today. I pray and I believe that your love it, 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 it casts off all fears. Breaks the chains of sin. God, it gives us the most incredible relationship with our Heavenly Father. Lord, we need your love. Would you fill us with your love? Jesus, thank you that your cross shows us what love looks like. In Jesus' name. Amen.